Live show number four, the date 52821. We are live at our home base, Ghoulish Mortal, St. Charles, 228 West Main Street. Hey. I got to get the address you right because I, I have screwed this up multiple times. Yeah, today's the 29th. Today's the 29th. I already fucked that up. Wow. But hey, it is it is it is what it, <laughs> I, I wrote this on the Sounds 28th. But I don't care about that. My name, Johnny. I'm one third of a I'm decent. I'm here. Well, now it's a quattro right now. Yeah, but we're not. We, no, you can't. Mm. We can't blow it. We can't mm. blow it. Yeah, we got to work up to this. A little okay. foreplay first. We can't just go right into it. All right. Just, you know, we got to work into this. I just throw it in. But we do have a very special episode today because we have with us a bona fide genuine director who has directed one of the great true independent horror films of the 21st oh, century went straight chicago on that one Jeez. i'm excited for it <laughs> they're excited for it. i want you to be excited for it if you want to find me on instagram and i have before i do my my full-blown intro I, i'm gonna talk about instagram for a second oh, God. you can find me on instagram and i know johnny that's i-k-n-o-w-j-o-n-n-y here's the thing that got me so i did not know that my account was private did anybody else know my account was private? I had no idea my account was private. I have like 200, you know, like 184 friends. Like people keep going down, which I think I'm fucking it up somehow, but I don't really know why. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to open it up to the masses oh, and boy. just say, I'm going to, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. I don't know. I've been asking for all kinds of weird pictures. I, I'm like, I keep joking about dick pics, but I always had a private account. So like I knew I wasn't going to get the dick pic. Right. So then all of a sudden I go live and then all of a sudden I get like messages sent to me like right off the bat. Like just messages. And it was like horror girl 808. Uh, you know, uh, you look pretty good. You, do you want to like, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Like, okay, whatever. So all of a sudden, like another message comes across. It's like horror chick 69. She's like, Hey, you know, you a single fellow. I'm like, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> then all of a sudden, like, here's the thing. I look at name, like screen names and it throws me off. Right. I see a you know, horror girl 808 horror girl 69. Then all of a sudden, it's like 11 o'clock at night. I get a DM, and I don't know what DMs are or why someone's sliding into it, but when you get a DM from someone named Black Martin, I got to be completely honest with you. I wasn't 100% sure what was going down, and it was like, what are you doing? I'm like, um, I, I don't know, Black Martin. I don't really know what's going on tonight. I was a little worried for that, only to find out, because I wasn't paying attention, that as one of our friends to the show, Simply wishing me good luck on today's endeavor. Aww. 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 What a good man. He's a good guy. Aww. He's a good guy. Gets me all kinds of drunk. <laughs> no, yes. Yeah, swipe <laughs> left. The person to my right, the one that makes all of us sound amazing. She's the boss of the show. She's um, she's my friend. She's doesn't have a microphone. Her name is Brandy. The person to her left and my right. Hi, he is. He's my. He's also. <laughs> I tried. He's also one of my friends, and yeah. I wanted. And I told him I give him a proper introduction today. Claims that every time. I. But. I listen. Listen. It's summertime. We've all been working out. The dude runs like two miles a day, right? He kills it. He's killing it. And I've I, seen him. I try. In, I've actually seen this man in cutoffs. He gives new, new meaning to the phrase "Chicago Bear." He is. <laughs> Logan Lynch here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at I am Logan Lynch. That's I E M L O G A N L Y N C H. Should I do our introduction of our actual off brand? I think you got to tell them how to find our websites, yeah. our Facebooks, and all, all right. the other stuff. So we're going to go through the stuff. usual goodies. Uh, website is offbrand.wixsite.com. That's O F T B R A N D dot W I X S I T E dot com. And forward slash podcast P O D C A S T. 
Then we also have an Instagram at oftbrand underscore podcast. That's O-F-T-B-R-A-N-D underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T in case you can't spell. Facebook and YouTube, just search Offbrand. You'll find us. Offbrand podcast. Hell of a, there we go. Hell of a sales pitch. Hell hey. of a sales pitch. Right, oh. I don't know. They'll find them. <laughs> I don't now. even know how to really do this. Yeah, production. this is, is pretty cool. Like We're, 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 we're virgins when it comes to this, so sorry. We'll, we'll try our best. <laughs> should i do it <laughs> I, you know what that would be interesting no no let's let's try we'll try and then if it's bad you just say no and then you do your own How about there i'm gonna consider i'll, I'll do the introduction because okay. i wasn't sure what you were gonna do or not on this one so what's awesome about this character right, right. and i'm gonna do a proper introduction <laughs> but i'm gonna let him introduce himself too a he's a local boy i'm gonna call northwest indiana local yeah. i love it midwest love it to death this guy to the right of me, I'm going to give you again. You're going to do your own little, I, I don't know how to properly introduce you. What, what? <laughs> I'm trying to think of how I really Johnny's go speechless. About, I, you I, made Johnny speechless. I don't want to, I don't want to insult somebody. No, you're not insulted. You're trying to, you're trying to think of good words. You're, you're, you're you want to be, just pretend like you're at his funeral. <laughs> oh. I don't know. In that sense, uh, he made a, Badass movie that we're going to watch today with okay. a whole room full of people. The man is a skateboarding fan. He's a punk rock fan. He's a music fan. He's a film aficionado. He went to school for it. He is Jason Zink, writer, director of Straight Edge Kegger. Yay. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for being here. <laughs> so before we get going on this film, I mean, let's do a little, a little background on how the film came to be and more not so much on the production side of it but we'll get to that how, i mean here's what i want to know because i want to go right off the bat you entered this in film festivals how many festivals had this was this movie been in what was that even like uh well we did wow i have no idea what the number would be at this point i mean uh, a few dozen for sure uh and then i i did a tour all around the United States, basically, um, alongside it. Like we did our own little launch tour as well, but just the festivals, I went East Coast, West Coast, almost to Canada. And it played like the first place it actually played was Italy, but I didn't get to go there. So oh. it played kind of all over the world. Oh, wow. But yeah, um, it's all over the place. Global. It's global. Global. <laughs> We're going worldwide. There you go. Hey. Uh, soon to be a Shutter exclusive. Maybe uh, it's not exclusive. It, it will be on Shutter. It's gonna be on there. It's gonna be on Shutter. It will be on Shutter, and we're super pumped for that. But uh, no, it's not gonna be an exclusive. Okay. Is it gonna be a horror box DVD giveaway at some point? VHS. You know what I'm talking about? I know. So okay, yeah, it's the subscription box, yeah. right? But yeah, they, they love promoting indie indie films. Like you know, I'm not sure what's going on with that. So our because our distributor. I pretty much have kind of put everything in their hands and so far they haven't really steered me wrong. So it's kind of up to them, but like there's a lot of decisions that are being made now that I don't really know. So somebody recently tagged me on Facebook and said, should I buy the movie at Best Buy or from you? And I was like, haha, that's pretty funny. Like just thinking they were messing with me, but then they sent me the screen grab and they're like, no, it's at Best Buy. And I'm like, oh, I had no idea. So, <laughs> so really, like once it once it leaves your hands and like the ball really starts getting passed around from person right. to person, I have no idea what the hell's going on. I'm I'm lost. Most I mean, of the I gotta time, say, but I I went to buy it, but I'm gonna buy it from the man himself because that's what I want to do. But 
I've seen it on Amazon. I've seen it on Best Buy. And I've seen it on your website. At uh, If people wanted to find you or learn a little bit more about, A, the production of the movie or even how to acquire it, where can they go online? Yeah, um, most of it's just looking up Weird on Top Pictures. We have a Weird on Top Pictures website, just weirdontoppictures.com. We have a Weird on Top Pictures Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. But I'm also, I'm an open book, so people can feel free to reach out to me on Facebook, just Jason Zink. Um, and as long as you're not an asshole, I can talk to you about whatever you want. Nice. I love it. All right. Before we get going and watching the film, I want you to do your sales pitch for Ooh. this film for the people here. What are what could we expect if you were to sell it to a bunch of people who have no idea about horror? How would you sell this movie to no us? No idea about horror. OK, that's difficult. OK, so um, it's it's a punk rock movie. It's kind of a coming of age story. It's about a group of friends who have these ideals that they um, stick to, you know, tooth and nail. And when one of their group members leaves, they only know how to react violently. And when somebody dies, they all have to dig in their boot heels and fight it out to the death at a punk house show. I, love I, can, it. I tried to keep horror out of that. I love it entirely. It I love yeah. it. But I want to talk. Well, we'll get to that in a second, because the idea between thriller and horror is what I know we've talked about this. Yeah. And that's something we want. We, I want to broach with you when we actually get to the full blown show. But without further ado. I give to the people in the audience and those at home, Straight Edge Kegger. All right. So, this is Sean, the very first shirt he's wearing has a name on it. Oh, I got this. What was the name? Nice. You are correct. Very good. What size are you? Large. Should we plug who actually made the shirts? Nice. And these oh, I wish he was here now. Damn it. He usually comes with me, but he didn't He didn't want to be stuck doing the memorial tomorrow for my stuff. Coming at you. Oh, man. I okay, know. So, he's, he's a good so since that one was so easy, um, we're going to bounce around here. There was a picture with Jesus on the wall. Oh, you and saw it, that? And it had a saying. On it. Oh, I don't know which one you. There's more than one picture. Mm -hmm. It was pretty okay. blatant. It was out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you name any of the? What if you say? I have one specifically Whoa. in mind. What did What do you say? What do you say? Yes. That's what you said. That was it. That was the could one. You, could you see the one that looks like Nicolas Cage and it says Con Air? because <laughs> oh, that's my favorite seen. one. God. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I went You've to, already got like 10 shirts. You want another one? I went to a bar in Atlanta called Church and they had all these like biblical portraits that yeah. people wrote. Yeah, I only have like two And it gave me the idea. So we did one of those. That's awesome. Right. Like, so, Nicholas Cage is our, is our end all be all. So like Pickless Cage has been right. like a favorite. Right. All right. Yeah. We're, so, okay, all right. All right. This is kind of another easy one. They played a record when Sean and Brad were drinking. And what was the name of the band that was, that was playing? Ooh. Does it start with an N? You can't Come answer. On. What the can fuck, I man? I, you, can, you can. Well, if nobody else wants to. Yeah, you can get a shirt. If nobody else is weighing in. I don't even, have, I don't even have a shirt. And I work for the, sh for the show. <laughs> it does start with an N. Yes. I'll say yes. that. I'm not going to say who the band is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Here you go. Would you like to bequeath your shirt to you get, somebody I, in the audience? Does anyone know anything about the band Noose? No. Noose? Noose was a hardcore straight edge band that was so rough and like uh, militant that they got kicked off the record label. 
because they were trying to get people in the crowd to beat up people with beers or if they were smoking outside. Wow. They're like, elbow those fuckers in the face. Like they were just really ah, militant about okay. it at the time. <laughs> so were they. And they're the of... nicest dudes in the world. Like <laughs> now, like, like no, they just even like I offered them money to use their music and they were like, you know what? We're not a band anymore. So whatever you were going to give us, just give it to like an animal rights organization. Like, so, so I started like walking dogs and I donated food and stuff. It was really nice. It was That's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. They all have different bands, but God, news is so good. <laughs> okay, so I've got another tough one. This one you had to really pay attention. You might know this, but all right. I better. Sean, <laughs> Sean has a tattoo on his left arm. What oh, was the tattoo? Which I should know this. I live with the guy. Like, <laughs> that's true. As soon as you say it, I'm. It was hard. This is fun. It was hard. It was hard. It was hard to see, but. Oh man. Oh wait, wait. His left, this arm. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Can I say it? Nobody else knows. Go for it. Maximum overdrive. Correct. Yeah. It, bonus points if you know what it's actually the truck that it was. Uh, the face of the. It's green the guy. green. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But do you know the name of the the toy company? I'm not gonna say shit. Uh. Yeah, this is look, this is every day with me. We can't go to lunch, and he's not like, eh, I got a question no, for you. No, I should. Do you remember Emilio Estevez when he was in the from. movie? Happy Toys. Sorry. Okay, so I just had to that was throw fun. a little. For some reason, when you said left arm, I pictured like right here. Mm -hmm. he's really, all, I was really lost. Yeah, yeah, but it's like right there. That's yeah. why I'm like. Logan's totally unbelievably funny. generous. He'll take you to lunch and be like, oh, I bought you tacos, and you're just like, awesome. He's like, uh, scare package. Third. <laughs> <laughs> third skit gentleman is wearing a flannel what color is the fourth line from the right shoulder blade and you're just like blue he's like fuck you got it here's yeah. a taco <laughs> just for a bonus question the kid that gets bullied in the beginning has a tattoo on his left chest oh i got that one yeah i got yeah so i just want to throw that one out there um what was the shirt he was wearing that Oh my god. It said Trump Wiser. Yeah. And we were and we were so stressed that night because we almost got the cops called on us where we were filming because we got permission to film behind the restaurant, but we didn't think about the parking lot we'd be setting up lights in. So this drunk guy showed up threatening to call the cops on us. So we had to hurry up through that whole shoot and we got done and I'm like, guys, you can't even see the fucking shirt. Yeah. Like it was the whole the whole point yeah, yeah, yeah. so but they yeah. did, they didn't even care about the shirt right so yeah but and that all comes from straight edge culture they well that's not true it comes from punk culture they take nazi shirts off of their backs they won't let you walk around a party wearing like a nazi sympathizer shirt so mm -hmm. that's i thought what if straight edge people did that <laughs> you know yeah for all the hmm. beer shirts interesting okay yeah. all right uh i think that's all i mean i have one more but uh, well let's hear do it. you want it? okay this has been there fun. was there was Something on the glasses uh, that Sean and Brad were drinking from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. When they were doing in the, what Clayton used to sit in the living room. Mm -hmm. was, Claw. But I think he's saying, what is it? What what Claw. was on the glasses? Was it ghosts? No. One. Two. Was it bats? It was bats. Uh, uh, uh. Spiders. Yes, it no, was spiders. It was bits. It was spiders. Was, whatever. It was I knew it was, was something. Hollow. It was <laughs> You're in it. 
Nicholas Cage we is might the fucking to... father. <laughs> I'm saying go. that shit right now. I would tell you that Nicholas Cage was a part of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's dead. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. <laughs> I do a weekly screening series. Oh, yeah. The uh, the the duct tape the duct tape forties was fantastic. Can we all we've all been there before. We've all been there. I do a weekly screening series in Lafayette at a local bar, and uh, we're we're starting it out with back to back Nicolas Cage. It's Face Off and then Conair. Nice, that's awesome. There you go. Yeah, we're doing like a blockbuster summer month. All right, before we do our, I guess we got to do our re intro <laughs> yeah. to everything, which we're gonna do. But before, uh, fun fact: they're making, they are actually making uh, Face Off too. Yes. Which and I'm directed what? by Adam Wingard, right? I think Who so. Did your next, and he did Godzilla yes. vs Kong. Yeah, I heard they were originally trying to do an actual sequel, and then they're like, "No, we're just going to make it." I think it's like a reimagining. Oh, I thought it was going to. No, be I, thought an a, sequel I thought it was a. I thought it was a straight them. sequel. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, they, I heard they might have. Yeah, it keeps changing from what I've heard, but well, yeah. I think the problem is they're both developing now without so much work done. Yeah. I was just say, <laughs> yeah. Oh the, man, the guy who gets stabbed through, uh, through the stomach with the machete in the backyard. He his last job on in film in Atlanta was Nicola, being Nicholas Cage's assistant, and he got fired after three days. Nice, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> so, everything. So in um, Face Off, um, Nick Cage has a gun holster, like a shovel, um, but two guns. Really? Yeah. There we go. That's pretty cool. Small world. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any fun face-off trivia questions. <laughs> but I oh, did. But I, I did get face. fucked up a night ago. Oh. Watch Get Shorty again, and that was an awesome movie. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. I, so, I get told I look like Nicolas Cage is all. That's about as far as I get with my Nicolas Cage. I can Cage. see it. Oh. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> my, my good side. <laughs> I can see it now. I can see it now. <laughs> All right, so we should probably do another reintroduction yes. of ourselves, and then we'll, we're going to go from there. So um, I'm not sure how to. You know what, man? Why don't you? Oh, why don't you do the cold opening here? Since I'm always the one that has to come up well, with the shit on the, the most, fly. So that's why. I, I know that it's what I do. All right, fine. There you we go. We are See? so in five, four, three. We are here live, ghoulish mortals. Two, 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 three, oh, two, wow. three, three, two. That fucking bourbon's kicking in, my friend. Wow. It's kicking in. You know what? Google search it. Ghoulish mortals, <laughs> Chicago, St. Charles, Illinois. But we are here for show live. We are here with director Jason Zink. We just got done watching Straight Edge Kegger. It is a unique horror film, to say the least. Lot to discuss. Lot of insights I want to get from him. But before we get to that, me, my name is Johnny. I am one of the co-hosts of this amazing podcast. I'm one third co-host, one sixteenth owner. I don't know. I'm I'm seventeen eighths of the seventeenth eighth of the whatever. You know what? Yeah, this never been my fucking thing. All right. But if you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at I know Johnny. That's I K N O W J O N N Y. The person to my right is my co-host. His name is Logan. I'm going to let him do his proper introduction. I don't jump. I I don't have. We're going to listen. The master of ceremonies, our official, the third member of Run the Jewels, to my right, he'll do his own introduction, his own introduction. But before we get there, my <laughs> co-host deserves the time, sure. his spotlight. Go for it. I got it. a little bit of time, right? Uh, Logan Lynch here. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at I am Logan Lynch. That's I E M L O G A N L Y N C H. 
And then let's see, we've got, I'm going to do the off-brand stuff real quick. So we've got off-brand, we've got a website, offbrand.wixsite.com forward slash podcast, uh, O-F-T-B-R-A-N-D dot W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com forward slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And we have our Instagram, which is at offbrand underscore podcast, O-F-T-B-R-A-N-D underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Ta-da. Yeah. That was quick, huh? No? Shit. Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> Look at us. Look us up. Uh, so it's off brand podcast on both of those. Right. Good. Uh, that right. voice from the heavens is our producer. Uh, she's known around the, these parts as Brandy. She's also uh, the two and third and three thirds. Did oh. I get it? Oh, man. That second grade education is kicking in. <laughs> so we are here live with Jason Zink, and we just got done watching your film as you brought to us a, a movie B. I didn't know what to say you're drinking. I was like, I caught him off guard. I know how to fucking kill time. <laughs> so I'm just staring. <laughs> how do I fucking do it? I don't know what to do. I'm not new to this shit. I don't know what to say, but straight edge Kegger. Let's talk about this film from a starting standpoint. At what point did you either with when you were either maybe it was before school in school, how did you come up with the idea of straight edge Kegger? I mean, it really just started because, I mean, they say write what you know, and I had spent, you know, several years writing all these scripts that I had no way of feasibly shooting. And so I was trying to go back to the drawing board of like, okay, if I can't get money from somebody else and we have to do this like totally DIY, how can I make that possible? What do I have at my disposal? And so I realized that my house was like the best asset that I had because I, I have, I don't have a landlord. I have a slumlord. <laughs> and and he lets me do whatever the hell I want. So I thought, okay, we used to throw punk shows here. My two favorite things in the world are punk and horror. So I need to combine that. And, and funny enough, the original idea was to make it about neo-Nazi skinheads. And then Green Room came out and I was like, shit. <laughs> so uh, so I had to go back to the drawing board and and I was like, man, what else hasn't been done? And straight edge and as soon as it popped into my head it just kind of flowed out of me you know what i mean like once i started writing it's like it took me a couple weeks to write the script you know when you were writing it did you have so obviously it, for those that have not seen the film and i don't want to like spoil the movie like it's the one thing we're not going to do as, as we discuss this but music obviously plays a huge factor in this when you were writing initially started writing the script for the film were bands and music influential in your writing or did it come after you wrote the script i i'm gonna say both but without the band ugly bones i would not have even thought about making this like it was because of them because of my relationship with those guys that's developed over the years that i thought it was possible like if ugly bones said no we're not into it we're, we don't want any part in this then i wouldn't have even tried i just wouldn't have you know like um even like the house show band, like I, I love them to death, but it it just doesn't it doesn't have the same feel as that opening does, you know? And and so that's kind of what I was scared would happen if I just picked some other random band. Like there were four bands that played that show. You don't get to see that. You just get to see Ugly Bones. We filmed there for like eight hours or whatever at the subterranean, and we just filmed the crowd during the other bands. And the other bands were great, like loved them, had a great time, but it just doesn't have the same intensity like ugly bones even though they're super fun and funny they have this like animosity 
that I just love. And, it, and it's what got me really like pumped up thinking about the movie. And that's when you're when you're watching the film it, it, at the very beginning of it. One of the things that it says is to play the film loud. And it, so here it's and this is where my brain goes. Right. There's another movie that's out there in this world called The Mist, which is a Stephen King short film that was turned into an actual horror movie. Now, for those of you that don't know, if you own the Blu-ray or special edition DVD, you have the option of watching it in black and white. Now, I will tell anybody out there, watch it in black and white and watch in color. You get two different films. And I'm interested in going back and watching this movie and almost not necessarily killing the sound, but I'm interested to hear without the sound of what I would get from it. Because I think that would change the, like how I saw the film itself. When you have to then visualize the words that are coming out of their mouths and then trying to put in like what is the context of the film, but then you hear it from the punk music just blaring at you, it changes the film. So when you watch this film to start with and it says play it loud, listen to what the movie says. Jack the volume up, blast it, because it does build this sense of, as that's still your word, but I like the animosity that it builds within you. You yeah. start to get anxious you're, you're you're fired up and you want to see where it goes there's like hostility mm-hmm. and, and because and because of that it, it the movie itself takes on a new connotation for you that's my opinion i want to hear what the viewer has to say but that's what i personally feel from it see i'm hard of hearing so that helped me <laughs> do, do you know what do you know what the that opening text is from because it's from another movie it's taken it's it's sort of an homage but it just the, the play it. loud yeah one? um it, um, is it similar to your postcards? No. Okay. Good, good guess. Um, uh, that's where I was going to go. So no, I don't know. They do the same thing in the opening of Driller Killer. Uh, and I've always liked that movie. You know, it's not one of my favorites or anything, but I just, I happened to be watching it again when I was working on pre-production. And when that popped up, I was like, well, that fits our movie better than theirs. <laughs> so <laughs> so I go. thought it was a neat little, you know, it's a little homage. You know, oh, there you go. Okay. I, I like plugging in all my horror nerd stuff, even oh. if it doesn't right. fully apply to like <laughs> the stuff I'm making. So as much as I want to keep going with the film, I know Logan's got a couple questions about horror because he's our resident expert as yeah, it right. pertains to horror movies. As you could tell, his trivia questions were fucking top notch. <laughs> so, I mean, Driller Killer. I mean that not everyone out there is going to know that's this film. Like yes. that's awesome that's that you even have that as your is one of your top. Well, not maybe not your top. Movie, it's not my top, yeah. but I really like. But that. I'm sure that's man, that's where I was heading. My actually. co-host has so, a couple questions for you, so I'm going to hand uh, it over to Logan for a second. They're they're kind of simple, but uh, I'm going to ask favorite director. Oh, that's a just if you had on, to man. if you were on a you know if somebody came to you and said I need your director favorite director I know it's hard. Uh, I'm just going to pick one. Sure. Uh, and he's not horror. Okay. P.T. Anderson. Wow. Okay. I'm okay. not saying I make movies sure. like oh, no, no, no. P.T. Anderson. No, I'm not no, saying that. No, but no. I think I'd pick him. Do you take influence though? Oh, yeah. Some? For okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, then that's going to lead into the, the one that I'm sure everybody wants to know. Favorite movie. Now, Get that the could be. So the here. reason I ask. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The reason I ask. I'm more. Uh, See, so I'm the type where it's it's more okay. I can watch a movie 50 times and not get get sick of it. So that could be your all favorite right. movie too. Just I don't want. All right, to all right. I'm got, not trying to corner you, but I am trying to corner you at the same okay. time. Okay, <laughs> all right. Then um, also not horror, not really. Uh, American movie. Okay. The documentary about Mark Borchard and Mike Shank. They're filmmakers in Wisconsin mm-hmm. in the 90s. Uh, that I I've probably watched that movie. 
a hundred times at okay. least. Um, yeah, All love right. that movie. Let's see, okay. I don't know that one. Why am I thinking of the one with Paul Giamatti? What was the one that he did? Uh, the Amer- about the 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 um where he's uh, where, no where he's the art no where uh, is it maybe I'm wrong. Where American Splendor. That's it. That's, Thank you. That's, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got one out of two. I got fifty percent. There's I'll also American it. Beauty. There's like we yeah. can just keep American History. American. There's yes, a whole there bunch. Go. of we're stuff. We're not. We're not full of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna act like I know everything. I definitely do not. So okay. I do like that. I mean, we're here with an actual horror aficionado. So I always, when people message me on on Instagram, and I know a lot of times it's trying to be like, oh, by the way, I'm stuck with, I'm stuck in some foreign country. I need fifty dollars. Can help me out, whatever. But I, I usually respond when someone sends me a message. And I used to respond with like, okay, cool. It's Halloween. What are your three movies you're putting on for the night? And the thing about this, and I think this is why I love this question. I'm not saying it has to be a Halloween movie about Halloween. I'm saying it's Halloween night. You're sitting with your friends. You might be drinking. You might not be. You might be with your family. What are your movies? Halloween night. What are you going to watch to get in the mood of the festivities? Three of them. You know what? I, you know what? I don't want to I don't, I don't sit there and say pick just three. <laughs> What is what would your movie watching experience be on Halloween night? Um, I mean, it changes every year, but I'd say heavy rotation, original Halloween. That's a given. Um, Man after my own trick home. or treat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nice. Okay. Like, uh, you just hit. You just hit two out of the three uh, phases up oh, here. So. Okay. Michael Dotry's like my dude right now. That's my. <laughs> I love Trick or Treat. I thought was underrated. Now it's finally getting its due oh, props. Man. Like, I loved that movie and I love the story of it. By the way, we did a podcast on it. Uh, please check out <laughs> Off Brand Bot uh, Off Brand and watch our one of our original takes on. It's yeah, one of the yeah. cursed podcasts because we failed on that one three fucking times. <laughs> but it's an awesome. Ex- but it was an awesome, awesome podcast sorry i interrupted no 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 no. you're good uh and this one it's hard to convince people to watch every time but Ernest scared stupid yes yes i grew up with it with eartha kit oh yeah it's such dude it's such it's one of the things it's like one of my gateway drugs all right to get into horror you know (laughs) yes when i was a kid and i didn't like have all these other films at my disposal like that's how I got into it. I, I just had this conversation with a, with a fan and I asked the same question. She gave me a movie that I thought was awesome. It's one of my favorites of my childhood, which is Matinee, right? Matinee, right? Uh, uh, John Goodman is in it. Lisa Koo or Lisa Jakoo or the chick from. Um, um, no, 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 no. Um, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, the daughter of Mrs. Doubtfire. I think she's in it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, she said. Ernest Goes to Camp is one of her all-time favorite movies. And she was like embarrassed to see it. But I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jim Varney is an amazing comedic actor. Almost to the point of underrated as a comedic actor. A great physical comedian. And I Mm. love physical comedians. Michael Richards on Seinfeld. Douchebag as a human being. Amazing physical comedian. I'll always take that guy or anybody that can make you laugh without having to use words. They can use physical presence. And I thought, Ernest P. Worrell. Can you get any oh, better yeah. than Ernest P. Worrell? <laughs> and then Eartha Kitt in, in Ernest Stared Scoop It. I'll take it. And that's why, have you seen, and I mean, I'm, I'm trying to want to deviate too far from your movie, <laughs> but have you seen the Adam Sandler Halloween movie on Netflix? Yeah. No. Nope. Hubie Halloween? No. Nope. Yeah. It had kind of the Ernest it's, Scared Stupid kind It's okay. It's dorky funny is uh-huh. a good way to say it. Yeah. But it is no Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming at you, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Yeah, that's but it's but it's worth a watch, especially if you have kids, which I do not. So I think that a part of it for us was like, 
okay, if I was if I was watching this with my nephews or something, right, yeah. we'd be having a great time. But instead, I watch it with my girlfriend, and we're like, "What the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing?" I did watch it to the end. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we laugh pretty hard at some parts. The so things you do for love. All right. <laughs> Let's just say. Let's just be honest here. Um, one of the things when I was doing some research on your film, and I know Logan and I had this conversation. It seemed like a lot of your casting was local actors and actresses. Um, other than maybe your lead, I think your lead had a little, a little bit more. Is he a Midwestern guy? He is in. Uh, wow, what is that state called? <laughs> he's in. What's it look like? I'm gonna <laughs> say it wrong. I'm gonna say it wrong. I think. I think yeah. he's in Maryland. Okay. He's, he's gonna be so pissed at me that I can't think of this uh, right now. Because James, <laughs> but yeah, I had to import him. <laughs> James, your your antagonist was is, is from Joliet. Yeah. If I saw that correctly, and he's still there. Yeah. So when you put out the casting call for this, did you seek out local talent? Or because I guess I guess where I'm going with the question, I'm gonna hand it over to you for a second here. Is in order to capture the essence of punk music, you can't go and grab somebody from like Arkansas and say like, "Hey, by the way, we're gonna take an in, like a city perspective of punk music," and then throw this like you have to channel that. You have to have a somewhat of a background with that. So that's my question, I guess. When you were putting out the call, did you look at people who had? A pet, like that liked punk music had a background with it or did you just seek out local actors like how did what was the process well so a lot of the people in the movie are actually just friends or um people like that i knew were in the punk scene already you know mm -hmm. that's that's a big part of the beginning of it and the other thing is Corey Kays, who plays brad um he actually used to be in a punk band oh. so so when we so full disclosure like uh our two leads the um the protagonists you know you have maybe and you have brad they were just mine and my girlfriend's favorite picks from just the headshots we just we were like mm. you know what we can just picture these two doing it but then we went through all these auditions we had like over 400 people apply and we didn't interview 400 people but you know from all the people we picked you know we had probably like 12 auditions or so for each role and it was just obvious that it was them so it was really weird like you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but like that's really <laughs> where it started with them. Um, but then it kind of worked out because, you know, um, Evie was amazing. She played maybe and she was local. She was in Chicago. Uh, Julio, I didn't even want to meet with. I've told him this, so this is not a secret. I pictured so much like a beefcake, like domineering <laughs> dude. I thought we need somebody so scary. Um, but we were having trouble. We were finding these guys that look like Vikings and I'm like, well, that looks weird too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and my girlfriend who, who's also my producer, Shelby, she, uh, convinced me to meet with this guy and he just knocked it out of the park. Like his audition was just so good that I was like, I didn't tell him right then. I told him, you know, months later, I was like, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even want to meet with you. <laughs> And then you did so well that I was like, it has to be him. I don't, I don't know. I know we talked about it before. I have no idea what the editing is going to be on this, but I did get a sense of Negan from. Oh, dude, his audition was Negan. And he told us that, like, okay. he said, like, well, because so funny enough, the only thing he had ever been in before our movie, he's been in stuff since then, but uh, he's in a Netflix show for a few episodes. It's their version of American Ninja Warrior. It's called, uh, I think it's called like Ultimate gladiator something like that or yeah. something I've, like I've, that I've, but he's in that show and and it's super funny like he's just jazzed up the whole time and he's <laughs> he's such a fun like energetic guy he's so positive and which is the opposite of who he is in the movie but um but yeah that was the only thing that he was actually in at the time and so we kind of had to take a 
gamble putting him in the movie, but he did a great job. Did I answer the question? I don't know. You, you I think did. You did. You did. did. I get yeah, and and then what some. happened? No. Uh, so I'm going to deviate a little. Um, I've got a question. Are you, a, go. are you a sports fan? Not really. Uh, I watch. This is, this is what this is on everybody's mind. I watch. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I watch Blackhawks games and I watch some White Sox with my dad. Okay. And that's kind of it. Okay. Why? No, just just what checking. did I do? What did I do? No, we're just checking. We're just we're just checking. Just, I, I wanted to see if you were going to go Chicago area or were you going to go. Oh, different, different. no. So so I I think Pacers. Fo- I think football is the most boring <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I also don't like basketball. OK, uh, I've been to one Bulls game my whole life and one Pacers game. Bulls was way more fun. Jordan was rocking 45 when I saw. Him, oh, so, nice. OK. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. But yeah, I'm not I'm not a sports. Guy. OK, I like skateboarding. That's, OK, that's kind of my thing. OK. All right, so then I I don't <laughs> know a to ton about skateboarding, but I know enough enough to have this qu- the question like when I was younger, like Thrasher magazine was like the magazine you would wa- you would read still and is. learn. It still is probably. Um, favorite skateboarder growing up? Who you going growing with? up? Who you going with? Because I mean, like obviously Tony Hawk like set the standard for like, and then the video game introduced you to yeah. other skateboarders, right? Like you could look at here for me, like Jason Lee as an actor yeah. was a, a, actually a pretty damn decent skateboarder yeah, too. For sure. So skateboarding just just to break up we'll go a little levity in the in the conversation give me your give me your skateboarders who do you like who do i like mean, i like so many skateboarders uh but when i was a kid probably andrew reynolds uh oh wait jamie thomas jamie thomas is still probably my favorite skateboarder honestly but there's there's a lot of guys i like i like anybody again the punk influence is kind of a big thing so like jim greco would skate to black flag and so like the first time mm. i ever heard a black flag song was in the zero misled youth video and so like this was in the early days of the internet and like downloading music but i basically learned about punk through those videos and i would just go search it out and then i would go down the rabbit hole and find more and it really started with with skate videos jackass started from skate videos yeah, right from ckay ckay thank you i keep thinking diy because of the, the tattoos oh, yeah. <laughs> it's stuck in my brain but did you take because a lot of the like punk music influenced jackass in terms of the like their movies mm-hmm. so were you influenced from those early skate videos oh, yeah. to bring into like that, did you use some of that because i it's it's interesting to see in some of the cinematography of the film mm-hmm. i could see some of it from the old skate videos from when I mean, I don't want to yep. give too much into Johnny's background, but I used to work at a store that used to you know, build skateboards. So all we had on repeat was skate videos. It's all we would watch. And I could mm-hmm. see I still remember the music and then the cinematography and I could see it oh, yeah. in your film. I could yeah. see the inspiration. Yeah, it makes even some of it's probably just like in the back of my mind. You know, I wasn't like really trying to put that out there. But yeah, it's like so I, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but we actually had two cinematographers. Yes. Yeah, we had one. Um, who worked on our last movie, Christopher Purdy, so good. Um, but he lives in LA. And so I knew I could only get him in for a certain amount of time. So he was in for 11 days for principal photography. And then we had to do pickup shoots. And I had my buddy, Elliot Abel, out of Chicago, who I grew up with. Uh, he's He was like camera B. And then he kind of took over as cinematographer when uh, Chris had to go back to LA. And it's kind of it's it's awesome that they were able to match it up to the point where I don't think anybody would ever notice. But when I watch it, I can tell that there's two very different Mm -hmm. styles. And Elliot's is a little more like me. It's a little less uh, book learning and a little bit more like primitive. Like we're a little bit more just like throw it up on your shoulder. Let it be a little shaky 
and a little hectic, like mm-hmm. the old Sam Raimi stuff. Chris is he's used to shooting commercials and these beautiful sci-fi short films and stuff. So he's he, I would have to be like, dude, I want it to be handheld. You gotta like rock your shoulders. <laughs> and he's just trying so hard to keep it steady and smooth. And I'm like, it doesn't need to be smooth. Stop it. Uh, so that that's pretty interesting. I think it blended me, well though. Uh, the way that I think it, so too. That it yeah. worked. Yeah, they uh, did such a good job. Yeah. Like especially with. So the camera we're being filmed on right now is nicer than the camera we shot the movie with. Like <laughs> we shot this movie with. <laughs> with uh the original black magic pocket cinema camera and i st- i think it looks very cool and it looks very like grungy and yeah, DIY. You want that, that grit. Yeah. yeah it's it's gritty for sure but like it's not the ideal situation and it's it, the snowball just started building i guess like i i got those cameras for a different film that we didn't get to make about four years earlier so chris shows up to set and he's like all right let's shoot let's see the camera I hand it to him and he's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, it's a camera. And he's like, he's like, why? And I'm like, because that's what we bought. He's like, dude, that was five years ago. He's like, new cameras have come out. And I'm like, well, we're work. two days out, so let's go, you know? So yeah, it's uh it's amazing that we got what we did out of it. And I really, I really think it's a testament to their skill because it doesn't look too ugly anyway. No, and no, not at all. Each camera body costs 500 bucks. And I would like, I would be critical. I would say like I didn't like something either. If the scene jumps too much, it, it, sometimes the mm. way your eye, how your eye centers in the film shot, it it what you see on the screen, it can it can make a difference. Yeah. Me personally, I would love to have seen it in black and white. I don't know why, but I but I am. But I, would, I yeah, love yeah. I, see, but I love noir, but I love I love yeah. to me. I can go back and watch the birds without not because I'm a Hitchcock fan, but I could watch the birds. And there's just something about that movie. That's just amazing. And if it was in color, I'd have hated it. I don't know why, but there's just something about seeing color version. So good. Oh, it, it would. I'm not. I mean, it's a Hitchcock. Film. Like I'm not going <laughs> to shit on a Hitchcock movie, but Who the to hell me, are you? <laughs> I, but I do like, but I like that. Like the, what's it? The absence of color allows you to then visualize it in your, and you conceptualize it in your own eyes, right? Of what you're seeing. Then you take things differently. It's why I say, go watch the mist in black and white, rent, get the movie, get on Amazon for four 99, Buy it and watch it in black and white. And then if if you think that you will see a different film, I promise it. Definitely do it. So um, I got one one more quick question. This is not like a sports thing or anything. But <laughs> so I watched um, your little behind the scenes video that you had on how you wanted to keep things practical, that you're yeah. a big fan of practical. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. YouTube, baby. Gotta, gotta get out there. Um, and gotta get, what? <laughs> gotta get out there to YouTube. Yeah, come on. Uh, It's. It, um, is there you you, you mentioned because um, in that video there just so everybody can understand what I'm talking about he mentions that they're the scene where they're driving and the camera is on the back of the car um, you could actually see the shadow correct of the camera or you were able to hide that digitally digitally I yes had to hide and it. I think you said something along the lines of that you didn't like to have to go to digital but mm-hmm. after playing with it you felt like it it's something that needs to kind of be there. Do you plan to do more with the digital side in further films or are you going to try to stick to practical as much as possible? Practical as much as possible. I'm very much like a, um, I only need I only want to do it if it's absolutely necessary to fix a mistake. I would never plan on mm. doing it. Well, I can't say never. If somebody's like <laughs> somebody's like you want to make the next, you know, Transformers yeah. movie, then it's like, I, you know, it can't all be practical. True, Although that'd true. be fun, too. Yeah. But um. But yeah, so I, I would like to keep I mean, really, it's like it, I don't want to be able to tell that we went there, sure. I guess. Like yeah. if you don't notice it, so everything seems practical, 
then I'm a happy camper. If instead, like there's movies that I that I used to love anyway, but like, so The Devil's Rejects is one mm-hmm. that I think about. I used yep. to love that movie. Now I can't fucking stand it. But oh, I'm sorry. Should I not? No, you, you're no. Nope. Okay, I mean, I, no, 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 no. This please. is adult only. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, yeah. all right, all right. My so, virgin ears. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. So, you are fine. All right, all right. So I used to love that movie. Now I can't stand it. Can't fucking stand it. Uh, <laughs> but it always bothered me from the first time I saw it in theaters. It bothered me that the blood was CG, like yes. to the point well, where. In his defense, the reason he did that was to get around an X rating. Yeah. No. Whatever. That's what they claim. That's what they claim. I'm just gonna and throw you know that what? out. There. <laughs> go go not rated. Like yeah. I don't understand why people yeah. keep well, doing this. And like, then go I've, not rated. Yeah, and things like um uh what's his name? Uh six. I can't think of his the director for six. um Centipede, human centipede. Oh he oh. he was running into X rating, so what he did is he filmed it in black and white. So that you can't tell that it's that that was how he wait got around it. Hold on. Yeah. Human centipede two is still it, wait, is it rated R? Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. The second one. Second one. When they're busted out teeth and like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because of the black and white. It, it was going to get an X rating, but he was able to get an R. Yeah. If you shoot in black and white, it messes yes. with the. With, with Hold on. The, isn't there a baby that gets stuck under a gas pedal in that movie? <laughs> how how so. does how hey. does how does the redness of the blood <laughs> it matter hey. more than that? The, it's, this is a ratings board that's probably been around for God knows how many years. So they, you know, to them. Have you ever watched this film is not yet rated? No, I have. Oh, it's a very cool documentary. Oh, wait, I take that back. Maybe and he like hunts down the people that are yes. on the board. Yeah, and they're like, oh, they're man. only supposed to be on for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. I, th- I did see that. Yes, I did. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty yeah. Good. But yeah, I, I, I've never had a film rated, so I haven't really had to deal with it because okay. it costs money. Yeah. That's the other thing they don't talk about. It's not like a voluntary system. It's not a government organization. A lot of people think that it is, but it has nothing to do with like there's they just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> really. yep, yep. And and it's really just you feel like you have to do it because it'll get you more viewers and and. That's you have to it, pay so. to get it rated. Oh yeah, thousands of dollars. I okay. I learned something new. Today. I did not. <laughs> so when you so when you're seeing like an independent film that says not rated, not rated. a lot it's of times because. it's not even because it would be rated X or NC17. It's just because they don't want to spend the money, including myself. You wow, know? I never knew that. Which to me is a good ploy to not a ploy, but a good way to get your film noticed more is if you don't pay. Yeah. I would read. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If, if you run someone into said distribution like, issues, not, well, at that like, point, not yet rated, would be yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where they see. Yep. That's why you're the yeah. smart one of this group, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> the yep. Unless it's an art house, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Piper Alley still open in Chicago? I think so. I don't know if it's called Piper's Alley anymore. But. That was my first art house horror no, films. <laughs> I'm sorry. What now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, because yeah, that's where I saw uh, Blair Witch Project was yep. my yep. first art house film was Blair Witch Project and scared that fucking shit out of me. Ah, yeah. I still love I'm, I'm in the I'm in the minority on that. Well, wait, all three of us like it. I love that. Movie. Okay. Oh, there absolutely. Go. Oh, God. Yeah, that's it. I have not that movie. I literally saw it when it was probably the same time as him. Yep. Uh, 16 theaters. And so there wasn't like all the hype about it. And so I just went and saw it and. I literally was getting like heart palpitations yep. and shit at the end of it. And I thought, oh, that was just a fluke thing. So I went and saw it again a couple of weeks later when it was, you know, nationwide and same thing. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't ever we, get. <laughs> so we talked about this on one of our very first podcasts yep. about like what movie scared the shit out of us. Blair uh, Witch, Blair, <laughs> big time, Blair Witch, Blair Witch did me in. Right. Because I was in high school when it came out. But this was like the first viral film where you saw it through like 
word of mouth. People were like, oh, there's this there's this movie coming out. You need to go and see it. So I had to go to Chicago to see it at a place called Piper's Alley, which was an art house place. When you walked in and they were fucking genius with it. You walk in, there's a guy there and he's got a disclosure and he's like, hey, by the way, just so you know, we're going to show you a documentary uh, based on the, the film, then the film, then we're going to do questions and answers. Would you be open to this? And I was like, sure. You know, 15 year old Jason or 16, whatever age I was at the time, I'm like, absolutely. Oh, podium, podium, <laughs> can't do podium, podium online. Podium. <laughs> oh, fuck that. You didn't hear shit, people. Uh, 16, like year, old, people 16 year old Johnny, 16 year old Johnny. Um. You know, so I'm watching this movie and they bring it out. It's it's the, the legend of the Blair Witch, which is the movie that came out after it. But they played it beforehand. So you're watching this movie thinking this shit's real. Right. So you're sitting there and it's like, oh, you know, you're watching this movie. Then all of a sudden it goes into the documentary. And when that dude was standing in the corner, I thought I just saw someone. Oh, that killed. was spoilers. I, whatever. <laughs> I don't give a shit. When I saw it, I lit, I came home. My, I slept with the lights on, and my old man in Italian is like, "What the fuck is wrong?" I'm like, "Get the so, fuck away from me, Dad!" Like, right. This movie's so gonna shit ask about it. What didn't you like about it? Was it the shaky cam? There was nothing. There was nothing. Okay, to it. so oh, I had oh, friends oh. who said the exact same thing, but but yeah, I get that, and that's okay. Yeah, but made up fear did not scare me. Okay, now the one thing that my friends they used to fight me on this. Like, so I had some friends that fought me on it until I told them this. They said, "How was Josh screaming?" in the woods all right josh was screaming in the woods because there's an old witch's tale that if a witch pulls out your teeth and your tongue she can imitate your voice so now does that change your perspective on it a little because (laughs) unless you were there watching it and knew that and i didn't and i still liked it but that's just it at that point you're just like he's just yelling all right. Okay. All right. You know what? <laughs> Listen, we're going to fight on this, this at some is, yeah. point. But let me I think we need to have a special podcast on this Let me ask Jason yes. a question. Okay. Yeah. So Blair Witch, and I'm not afraid to say what the movie that actually scared me. And that's actually, I could say Blair Witch, between Poltergeist and Blair Witch, that got me in the horror. I'm going to be very honest. Poltergeist probably more so than Blair Witch. But I mean, Poltergeist is my end all be all of a lot of reasons. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I didn't see Halloween until I got older. Oh, it I was, wasn't, I mean, I didn't see it till I was over. Maybe 16 at the huh. time. I said I was like eight. Nah, I was in a Godzilla. <laughs> Parents went out point. one night. I'm All like, right. eh, turn on well, channel what, seven. <laughs> so let me ask this. What was your first movie horror wise that actually scared you? Oh, scared me. Or yeah. not, maybe not scared you. Yeah, but just, it doesn't have to be like, a, like, like, like a, a, physical? a jump scare, but just something that you saw and you were like, oh shit, this is awesome. Like it made you your know, heart race. Like something about it, whether it be horror. Well, there's a lot scary. of those, but, but the one that I can remember being actually it wasn't that the movie scared me but it did ratchet up the tension enough that when somebody walked into the room i freaked out it actually scream okay really yeah wow yeah. okay now i watch that and I'm, i mean there's nothing yeah. scary about it it's just a fun really awesome horror movie but at the time yeah that that's the first one and i was obsessed with it my mom would always, <laughs> so i asked for the movie for christmas and she bought it for me on vhs and i but i kept asking her to rent it and so she didn't want to keep spending the money and going to the video store. So she kept unwrapping the gift and, oh, nice. <laughs> and putting it into putting it into like a plastic case and like, here you go, it's the rental. Oh, nice. And then wrapping it Smart, again. Smart. But I kept asking so many times, she finally just gave it to me early. She's Aww. like, she's like, I've rented this nine times for you. So. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so um, okay. So let's get back to your film. So we kind of went off topic then there. But yeah, welcome to the Blair Witch Podcast. Yes, there you go. Um <laughs> In so the, the masks in the movie, yeah. Now, 
I was getting certain vibes, but I would prefer you. Um, I, I don't know if you had certain inspirations for them, if you could elaborate a little more. Well, so the whole idea, and I'm glad you're asking about this. So the whole, cause some people are confused, but the whole idea is that it's just whatever they had laying around. Okay. Right. So like, that's why one guy just has a bandana. Another guy has like a party city mask that's been spray painted. <laughs> yep. And then there's the animal masks. Now yep. the animal masks are paper mache. And those I got from some, some woman on Etsy who like made them in like Nairobi or something. Okay. It was like this weird. I just, I was looking for a pig mask because I thought it would just like look creepy. Yep. Um, and I found those and I fell in love with them. So I actually bought enough that all of the killers could have animal masks, but then at, that was for a different mm. movie originally. Okay. It's for a totally different movie. And then when we went to do this, I'm like, well, that's a little too like planned, you know, like that seems like they're trying to be scary. And I didn't really want that. I thought like whatever they had laying around that's we, we toyed sure. with just like ski masks and stuff. Sure. But just when we set up and we, I basically just gave people options. I said, whatever you think your character would do, like grab that. And that's what we did. Okay. So that's, yeah. that's how it happened. All right. I was hoping I had things like, uh, the white mask that you wore was the hush mask. It looked very no. similar. Okay. No, it, uh, that was, well, so I don't know if that was just coincidental. So that, that was just coincidental. <laughs> okay. Great okay. movie though. Yeah. And then I, then I thought pig, I'm like, saw maybe. Nope. Uh, nope. Okay. Nope. You're just wrong. Well, Sam tonight. I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> well, shit. See you guys later. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is not the dad, buddy. No, Nicholas Cage ain't the dad. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was, uh, I'm, I'm shot down on that one. So it's up uh, back to you, uh, Jason, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> all right jason so, and johnny jason and johnny as we um as we <laughs> as we get close to the end we're going to be doing a little bit that is from our uh covid series we're looking to do with uh jason here but before we get there i want to ask a question and i i think it's i think it'd be kind of a fun question so obviously this is an independent film and mm-hmm. you you financed it through you know probably friends and family yourself you probably raised fun money i think maybe would you guys maybe use a kickstarter thing to do it or we did so we did a crowdfunding campaign at the beginning but we were stupid and we set a smaller goal than the money we knew we needed and we mm. just thought that we would go above and beyond because a lot of campaigns do it didn't it went just barely above what we set the goal at and i instantly was just like oh shit like what does that mean like do i give all the money back and say sorry it's canceled we can't do this or do I put it on my credit cards? Uh, so long story short, I put it on my credit cards and I spent uh, two and a half years donating blood plasma twice a week <laughs> to pay down my debt. I've done Ooh. university studies to oh, pay it down. Wow. Okay. I've I've done. Oh, that's where the third arm's coming from. Eh? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But I, I really have worked my ass off the last like three years to pay down the debt and uh, paid off twenty thousand dollars. That's awesome. Three years. So um, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, honestly, that's not where I was going with my yeah. question, but that's so cool to hear. I mean, that's dedication that's, that, and that's yeah. the passion. Like, that's why when you asked, when you came in and you said, like, did you like it? Like, but when you, if people knew what you put into it, the idea of liking or hating it is irrelevant. It's, yeah. it's what you gave yeah. to bring this to everyone's, yeah, like into their lives. We'll call it that, right? Yeah. I, I don't want to be like, I don't want to hyperbole or, or hyperbole or whatever there the fuck go. that is you'll get it oh hey i've been drinking people it is what it is but when you hear but then but then again and this kind of goes with when i was talking about with willie's wonderland when you know obviously it wasn't the greatest movie but like you look at it and you're like yeah but what was the intent of the film like it was to make you smile make you laugh like you can love that like psycho gorman it was to make you smile make you laugh like you can love it, it is it great no but it's not the it, it's irrelevant 
this movie, what we saw here is about as a passion project by friends who got together to make a movie, to bring it and to bring it to across the country. It doesn't matter if it was good or bad. That's amazing that you guys accomplished something that everybody else would dream to do. You actually did it. And not have the yeah. balls to do it. I mean, <laughs> or continue that, it. That in itself deserves praise in itself. Thank you. I, 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 it's becoming easier. I, my friends and family know that I'm just like, I'm constantly stressed about the debt. I'm stressed that I won't get to make another movie and all this stuff. I'm slowly, I'm not there yet, but I am learning. What my dad always says is you just got to enjoy the ride. Like if, if you don't enjoy this journey, then what the hell, why are you doing it then? You know? Um, so I now and looking back, it's like all the stresses and, you know, I still have some debt, but it's after all of this, the whole journey, I can now look back a little easier and just be like proud of what we, what we all did. Like the experience now I can look back and be like, that's beautiful. Like, I mean, just shutter is like, it's already just like, dude, like my roommate that I sit there and like watch Seinfeld with or whatever, you know, like we still we are going to be on this huge platform that we have nothing but respect for. So like that, that it, means something. It, it totally means. does. And our show, we have like 12 listeners, right? <laughs> Maybe that. But but here's yeah. the thing. And there's everybody. Here, right. But, <laughs> but here's but here's so but here's the thing, though, that got me like, again, like there's little bits and pieces of our show that make me like smile and go like, oh, I don't care if I have a thousand fans, a uh, twenty thousand fans. I have enough people that enjoy what I do mm-hmm. to make me do it on a day to day basis. Well, and you got to enjoy it yourself too. But I won't lie. Well, I went on iTunes. Uh, I have Apple TV, right? And then inadvertently, I I didn't realize there's a podcast app, so I saw it and I was like, "Oh, cool, there's a podcast." And I click it, and what pops up? But my own podcast. And I'm sitting there going, "That's fucking cool as shit." Yeah. Like so for for you to one day, and it's gonna happen, and I look forward to it because I'll probably even message you when you go to Shutter. And you log in and you see your movie that you did on there. Everybody else could suck a dick. You did something. <laughs> you did something that everybody dreams to do. Looks and you like did he made so, it. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck them. That's badass in my book. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now I hate to ask this question because I, I this is gonna be kind of a weird one, but I'm gonna go with it. Unlimited funny. Un, unlimited money. You could cast any actor and actress if you had to do like mainstream a movie. Yeah. Like all of a sudden. All of a sudden, Straight Edge Kegger gets a brand new release. MGM is by Jeff Bezos says you could have any. Well, M- yeah, I was going to say MGM is kind of bought by Amazon. Yeah, in right. Role. They're yes. like, listen, we're, yeah, we're going to yes. reboot it. We're going to reboot it. You're going to. But you can have mainstream. He wants to go from Netflix. Shutter to Amazon. Right. Prime. <laughs> right. Who, who are you casting as your villain and who are you casting as your two uh, protagonists? Dun, 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 you can have any actor, anybody out there you want. Who do boy. you choose? Um, okay, so I told you I'm bad with names. Okay. So I'm gonna mispronounce sure. and I'm probably gonna say the wrong fucking people. Uh maybe is named maybe because I pictured Aaliyah Shock Hat. Oh, rest of development. Yeah. I pictured did I say it right? You did. Right? You did. Yes, score one. Okay. <laughs> uh so sh- she would be the girl. Brad would be played by I don't know. I don't know. This is making tough. him think. Yeah, this is tough. Um, Most of my questions are like, uh, you know, do you, do you think that person's hot? <laughs> like, this is a great. I finally got a question that stumped somebody. Who? Chris Pratt, Chris Chris Pratt is Brad. I could see that. Yeah. I could. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see. I could see. I could see that. I hate this because I because <laughs> I have no idea right now. I have no idea. You know what? Honestly, I'm gonna try to get you an answer as I like skip around it real quick. But uh, I have been asked about remakes. I've been asked about sequels, mm-hmm. and I would never want to do either one for this movie. Sure. I just, I just wouldn't. It was it was more like that. I would love to have somebody else pay me for the rights and then go fuck it up with a sequel that's terrible. I would love <laughs> I would love to have that experience of watching somebody else <laughs> bastardize it. I would love that so much. All right. I'll they're they're going to call it right, curved boundaries. I'm, 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 no I'm going to I'm going to cast a villain. They're going to call right? it curved boundaries. I'm, I'm going to cast James. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. So villain, I, this can't be him, but what I wanted, what I originally pictured was Russell Crowe in the movie Romper Stomper. Okay. Okay. That's that's what I wanted basically, and then instead I got Julio, who was also amazing. But he did. A, I actually really liked him. My villain, Sam Rockwell. Oh, I want you to think of him from cool. a, from a bat. But that's, there's not there lies the point, right? He's got to have a unique personality, and he's got to be something that's he can't be overly like, you know, like you said, like he can't be like a Viking that's jacked up. But Sam Rockwell can play a lot of parts. That dude is a Talk about an actor that's really blown up as, as an actor, like gone from if you've never seen the way, way back, highly suggested out there, people, if you've never seen the way, way back, he's amazing in the way, way back with Steve Carell. It's a great movie, but Sam Rockwell is my choice for a villain. Logan, what are you going with? Throw me somebody villain or I, I would probably. Man, that's uh, I'm I'm kind of along with you. It's hard to it's so hard. think of specific people that could you know fit that. Um, you know who somebody I really like that I might say for Brad this is weird, but uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, obviously. I could see that. Yep, yeah, I totally could see, could that. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that one. I like that one. Stop asking hard questions. <laughs> well, this is a segue. That's the point. So That's this the is a segue point. into our final bit, which is one of my favorite things. This we're taking, oh. we're bringing this back. We got a lot of feedback from our fans. The small amount of them, but we did one during COVID. <laughs> we, listen. We, we did off the cuff, and when we did off the cuff, we would end our show with basically an "Ask Me Anything" style format of questions that Brandy would pre-write down for us, and she would ask us some of the most outlandish shit I've ever been asked. So we're gonna take okay. the next few minutes, and we are going to answer Brandy's questions. John, I'm gonna pass the mic over. I just have a series of "Would You Rather's." Um, we started this. During COVID, as Johnny did say, um, the fun of it was what came out of it. So all the inside jokes that uh, (laughs) that came out of it. So we wanted to start this back up. I'm only going to do five out of the 10 that I wrote, because honestly, the other five are pretty crappy. Um, I want to hear those. (laughs) mm. (laughs) All right. Well, then we'll do 10. All right. Would you rather be able to learn skills like in the Matrix? So be able to download skills or would you rather be invincible? Is this for everyone to answer? Oh, yeah. Or we go down the line. We oh, okay. All, we okay. all feed into this one. So you're up first. Yep. Uh, man, I, I think I think Matrix. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not true. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> because technically <laughs> nobody's invisible in the Matrix. We're going to get into a Matrix podcast. <laughs> That's what's happening. Wait, did we say invisible or invincible? Invince. Invince. Okay, first off, you oh only can learn school, like skills. Like Keanu Reeves is like, I learned Kung Fu. But you can't learn to I be a fucking Fu. badass. Like, like you can't be. Because yeah. invincible is like a superhero trait. You can't download mutant attributes. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 
trying. Although he <laughs> can't fly. Yeah, that's true. You can't because re- he was the one. Because you can't reach inside of people and uh, restart their hearts, you know. <laughs> no, I'm going invincible. Going invincible? invincible? I'm going invincible. The only thing I would do if I was able to download an attribute, I'm not going to lie, I'd be on Pornhub. So, what I'm saying, I mean, come on, let's be honest. There's like 45 filters that can help me in my life in real attributes. I'm not going to sit there and be like, I want to learn how to Kung Fu fight. I'm sitting there like, um, filters one through 100. Like, I want that shit. Okay. That's what I want. I want to be Black Martin. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I would prefer the downloading. Just because I would be able to handle things better than if I was invincible, it would just eventually get very boring. I feel like. Yeah, I just feel like I could. You could make it more interesting. Instantly experience things and be stoked. I could be like, you know, I wish I could play piano. Oh, yeah. There you go. You know, like that's instead if you're if you're invincible, you just have to spend years playing piano. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. Right. True. Oh, that's yeah. so. Then true. that's even more of a and reason I, to want to be able could, to do stuff oh. faster. I don't know if I'd even want to be or like it could a be piano like a, player. It could be like a death becomes her situation. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like I yeah. think I would just do. Ra- I think I would just do like randomly weird shit. Like I wouldn't even be a superhero. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I'm invincible. Right. Like I would just like randomly like walk out and like get hit by a bus and then like I'd lay down and people like weren't up to you, like and I pop up being like I'm okay and they like what the fuck just happened? Like I'd scare the shit out of people for no rhyme or reason. <laughs> Right. If you, if you could be unharmed, then that's different. But I think if instead you just have to keep living, and and you could well, have like a hole, yeah, in you. Oh, wouldn't that be really weird? Like if you can't die, but just like bits and pieces, if you fall off randomly, <laughs> like a dude shoots you, like your face is gone. Saying, yeah, you're just like you're invincible. But by the way, you only have like half an eye. Like you can't even like kind of see. You're walking in a circle constantly. You're like I can live, but I'm just walking in a complete circle over and over and over again. I think we're, yeah, we were right on. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, I'd go with the Matrix. Ah, this is horseshit. Imagine how many languages you could learn right away. However many there are. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. They're all great to name. <laughs> Opa. Uh, all right. Number two. Would you rather go camping in the forest from Evil Dead or the woods from the Blair Witch Project? Game on. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Wow. Right, you, you go, you're, you're the man of the hour. You go first. I mean... Evil Dead just gets me more excited. Yeah, I want to be raped by a tree. <laughs> well, it's not really that, but I want to be Ash. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I, I mean, if I could be Ash, then like yeah, that beats right. any of the D bags. And I mean, I love Blair Rich. Don't get me wrong, but who cares about any of those characters? Like, mm. but I have to be. But then if I'm in the forest from the Blur or from Evil Dead, I have to admit I'm from Michigan. <laughs> is that a thing like wait can we no you know what fuck it i stand by my point give me the blur witch forest wow. <laughs> i i would probably go i'd probably go blair witch uh just because it's to me that's just a ghost and i feel like the 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 demon side of evil dead would just that would probably scare the shit out of me more or i could i could probably handle the blair witch a little more but yeah <sighs> Although it's one something. takes, although one takes place at so night. Have you, and like have you seen the, the uh, what if they, I guess they're one of the theories is one of the theories for it is that, um, uh, Josh and shit, I forgot the other guy's name, 
Mike. Mike. Josh and Mike oh. originally brought her out there to kill her. Mm-hmm. Take that. Rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's from yes. the same. It's. I'd say rewatch it with that in your in your mind, and maybe you'll go, "Hey, it's not fake." Uh, or it is fake, but he's, it's he's going hard. I think yeah, he's more, I'm going to convert you. He's I will more passionate you. about this than my Willie's Wonderland issue. I'm just saying right now. <laughs> no, we proved yours with it. Mine was awful. To give you a little background, we watched Willie's Wonderland, and the guy looked nothing like Nicholas Cage. Or in the very beginning, the dad and the mom are running horse around or whatever. Shit. He's he had a theory that it's the dad was Nicholas Cage, and he came back. So thankfully. We were able to bring it back up on the screen, and the guy looked nothing like. It. So we do nothing but give him shit about the fact that he, <laughs> he's like, it's kind of. He just put on some weight. Sticking by my guns on this one. <laughs> no, oh, I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. Okay, okay, it's up your alley. All right, if you could be gifted any of these two items that you could not give away, would you rather be gifted Annabelle from The Conjuring or Chucky? From Child's Play. Am I first again? Am I always first? You're, You're always first. Oh, okay. Chucky, for sure. Chucky. I mean, I... Yeah. Oh, yeah. First off, I want to see if I could kick his ass. Because everybody has always said, like, no, he, he he's like this psychotic, like, he's going to just jump on you, you know, go crazy. And I'm like, you know what? I really feel like I can... Just punt, punt him across the I room. Think, I feel like I can just repeatedly kick him. Just... And just be fine. I think... Right? I, I mean, my brain went polar opposite. I'm sitting there like, I feel like I can have a drink with Chucky and be like, let's go fuck some shit up. But then I turn around to Annabelle <laughs> okay. and I'd be like, oh, crap, it's tea time. And then I'm like, how's your day? Like my whole life, like I would just end up like being married to her for some rhyme, like rhyme or reason. But you also so, say you're going to go fuck shit up with Chucky, but that means murder people. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's all he You're literally painting the town red. Okay? I, <laughs> I, listen, I'm not saying yeah or nay that I'm going to commit so atrocities. Wait, wait. I got a question to add to that. Is it the actual Annabelle or is it the movie version? What? There's the yeah, original true. Annabelle is that's true. The original Annabelle doll is actually like a um, they're both Raggedy dumb. Ann. I'm not. It's just a yeah. yeah. So, yep. I stayed. Oh, I and I don't remember the name of the doll, but there's another one that's down in Key West. Wow. Uh, Robert, oh, yes. I stayed. I oh, stayed at that. Top of that one. <laughs> I stayed at the B and B like two, two and a half years ago with Robert, and that was wild. Like you have to like follow the rules of the house. Like when you walk in, like they tell you, like you can't turn your lights off, and if you do anything, you have to ask for permission. So there's like this, there's an attic where he's at, and it's a thing. It's it, it's kind of crazy. The thing, the best part to this is a true story, or I'm not even. <laughs> I wish I could make this up. I had no idea it was his house. I just found the cheapest fucking B&B on for Key West. <laughs> That's how horror movies start. I had to go to a wedding. I had to go to a wedding. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck, they're all so expensive. I'm like, oh, look at this one. It's like 60 bucks a night. Done. I go to check in. The guy's like, are you aware of what this place is? I'm like, no. <laughs> He's like, it's Robert. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is so my life. So my life, but yeah, um, I would be, I'd be, I would just BF, I'd probably be BFF with Chucky. Annabelle and I would be in a really horrible relationship. I just feel like we would just be complicated constantly right. online. <laughs> I would go Chucky as well, mostly for the same reason that I just, yeah, just to see, I like, give him shit, see if he comes back. You know, rip off a leg and then wait for him to come get you. Then, yeah. He listens, be, he listens to White Zombie, so like. We have that in common. There you go. Like, there you go. That's cool. <laughs> Plus, it's a voice of Brad Dourif. Like, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. You can. You can. Amazing. All right. We got number four. Would you rather 
open a bag of chips in a quiet place <laughs> or Good unload the dishwasher in Jurassic Park. Wow. Uh, oh, man. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic Park for sure. But but the raptor is there, right? Like, I mean, it. Well, but <laughs> I, mean, why? I know, but like think, is, he, is his on. eye in the window there? <laughs> think about how many noises they're making all over that movie and there's not raptors everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? But a quiet place, like any noise you make. Ah, oh, it's true. Those terrifying things. Because there's a knife in there. I don't know. Yeah. And then you can throw them like his guy did. At the, <laughs> you just throw it at the. <laughs> true. Yeah. I wonder what I wonder what okay. raptor meat. Oh, tastes spared like. no expense. Not to not to <laughs> deviate, but that dessert cart in uh, Jurassic uh, uh. Park was fucking top notch, right? Mm-hmm. It was like every pie known to mankind. <laughs> if I was gonna go out, if I was gonna be the first Italian eaten by a T Rex, I'm not gonna lie. You give me some, give me some coconut cream right there. I'm good to go. Just let me be in all of my little fat little you know, splendor. Be like, look over the corner. I'm like, oh god damn, it's a T Rex. Coconut cream right now. Let's go. Let's go. Give it to me. Just eating it as it happens. As it happens. Okay. Now, I mean, if I now if I got taken out by a, by a Triceratops, See, we no. both know how that's so going to go. We can. I don't know if I want to go out that way. We can. We can add in there. Are you still invincible then? Oh, invincible in the in the and movie of in the movie of Jurassic Park. Oh, 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 I'll take oh, oh, oh. I'll take that over <laughs> being in Michigan for Evil Dead. I'm just I'm just saying for all my fans out there in Michigan. I'm, I'm go going yourselves. Jurassic Park. I think go fuck yourselves. Fun. I'll I'll take the dishes out of out of Jurassic Park. It's a good question. I love that question. That was great. All right. Would you rather play with a Ouija board in a haunted house or spend the weekend in a haunted asylum? Oh man, weekend in a haunted asylum. Hundred percent. You go first. Um. Well, I'm last, but um, haunted asylum. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, I fuck if it's an actual haunted house and you're just with the Ouija board and you're just like, am I going to die? It's like, yes. Like you just pull it back to center. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't ask it fast. I'm like, am I? No, stop going to the yes. Like, just let me ask the question. At least in the asylum, I have a fucking God given chance. I can outrun Casper. But if I'm asking and it's like, Johnny, you're going to die tonight. And it's like, how am I going to die? It's like, you're gonna give you know diarrhea poops. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! I don't want to go out that way. But I'll take I'll take the asylum any day of the week. At least then I got a you know, twenty three percent chance of living that night out. <laughs> that haunted house. I'm pretty much. I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna keep telling me. Asylum. Simple. Okay. <laughs> Casper was a friendly ghost. Just for the record. <laughs> that is. <weird>. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said you got to run from Casper, and I'm like, why you got to run from him? Be- so friendly. Because I because I don't want to get chased by like Annabelle in, a, oh, in an asylum. I don't know what's going to happen. Give me, you know, with the bulbous little white guy chasing me, you know, with you know his friends with Wendy. I'll take that one. Give me that ghost. I could outrun that ghost. Any other ghost? I'm screwed. Have you seen Bull Lake? Have you seen me run? It's like watching a rudder trying to just go moving. <laughs> Nothing good about that. All right. So I'm actually very happy you guys mentioned this movie earlier. Human Centipede. Because I have a great would you rather for it. Oh no! First All right. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather be the middle person oh, in a human centipede, or be forced to participate in Jigsaw's game? Jigsaw's game. One hundred percent. I could. I could die. I'm cool with dying in in the Jigsaw game. 
over being having my mouth sewn to somebody's asshole. Yeah. I'm the middle You're one, the middle. right? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. That is my ultimate fear. So I, yeah, like just I can't even even in movies. It's just it just yeah. I no, I can't stand it. So yeah, I'm definitely going with Jigsaw on that one. I I myself am going with Jigsaw because I could easily see back to the Ouija board. Where it's like, <laughs> am I going to be in the middle? It's like yes. I'm like no. I can't. I can't have this. Take an arm, thumb, knee, whatever. I don't give a shit. Take it all. I. I, you know yeah. what? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Middle or wait, <laughs> I think I just fucked that up. <laughs> it's the middle for you, sir. Ah, all right. Would you rather have your car stall in the hills have eyes or oh. Silent Hill? Oh, man, that's I'm going first on this one. I'm taking this one right off the bat. I'm taking Silent Hill all day, right? Hills have eyes. I feel like they would torture you and then do horrible things to you because there's like the hillbilly Ellis like element to it that it's not going to be like as typical like you're done. Where in Silent Hill, I feel like they're just going to take you out quick. Like whether it's like Pyramid Head like chasing you down and like doesn't he rip the skin off the lady at one point? I would rather have that happen to me than being on a spit with a bunch of hillbillies like you know making like you know they're looking at me like sautéing me like sticking the apple in my mouth like I don't want to be out like that. <laughs> I mean, granted, it would shut me up. Don't get me wrong, because I would not be shutting up as I'm getting about to get killed by the people in the hills have eyes. Am I by myself or am I with people? If I'm by myself, I choose hills have eyes. If I'm with people, I choose Silent Hill because I don't think I could handle what would happen to the people that I'm with. But I think in hills have eyes, I'm probably wrong. I'll probably get murdered and tortured. But I have this idea in my head that I could win. Oh, he's got a chance. Okay, That's, I think so. yeah, That's I would probably go hills take. have eyes. I don't, the Silent Hill stuff is just because that I feel like they would torture you in the sense that they wouldn't kill you right away. They might do something to you, but then it, they're the whole point of that is they want you to suffer in some way, shape, or form. Whereas mm -hmm. if I'm going to get tortured by some hillbillies, I'll probably get sepsis before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like okay, yeah, yeah, I died. You know, too bad. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Would you rather be hunted in the purge? Now, this is not I have a safety room. You're out in the streets uh, being actively pursued. Or would you rather wake up in the middle of the street, full blown zombie apocalypse? Uh, so either one, you start kind of from zero. You're not prepared in any sense. Still zombies. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No nope. uh, purge. Yeah, but it, yeah, I was gonna say it, yeah, it depends gonna, yeah, on the yeah. type of zombies on but, that one. We're, doing, but, we're talking hold twenty-eight on, days hold, later. Hold, 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 hold on though. With the purge, you whether you so you're dropped off with mean, people participating, but that doesn't mean that the whole country's participating. They dictate whether they want to be in it, right? They put the purple flower out front, right? Yeah. Zombie apocalypse, the world's gone. It's millions on millions mm. on millions on millions on millions of zombies. I have a better shot. Of going one-on-one -on -one with a dude, hours. right, with a dude coming at me for 24 hours than me getting eaten by my neighbor who just happens to be outside and I'm and mm. I'm stuck. Listen, I could totally take down my neighbor. Taking down somebody who's psychotic is a lot different. 
I I don't know. Yeah. I, so but, you're you're going more from the mental side of okay, yeah, the but, zombies, but they're zombies, easy enough to control. But zombies but literally can like like they could hear you in ways that like other people cannot. Like I got a dude on a tricycle chasing me down with a hatchet. I might fare better against that than a horde coming at me, or I am stuck. Give me, I'm, I'm taking the purge. I will. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to win. But I get I'm your saying, logic. I get. But I'm idea. saying I will probably last longer in the purge than I would in the zombie apocalypse because everyone's always like, "Oh, I could take this." I'd be dead first ten minutes. I would run, bang my head on the door, pass out, and be dead. I would never be the hero. There would be nothing hero like me. Or I would end up being a villain, and I would take a small town. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to be like. I'm not going to rise to the occasion and like lead the American people to like. You know, all the, all this, nope, 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 nope. I would find a way to be on the team zombie and I would be their biggest champion <laughs> saying that shit. Now, I, all I, of you know, this, I'm gonna the go, zombie apocalypse comes, you're all fucking screwed. <laughs> I'm going to go around uh, the same uh, logic of, I would, tr- I probably could last 24 hours compared to the rest of my life having to run from zombies, but it's not just 24 hours. It's every year. Oh, okay. You know so, what I mean? So like, well, but we didn't specify that. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah so but think about it though then i only have to deal with that one day out of the year every year for the rest of my life as opposed to every day for the rest of my life right eh? 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 all right whatever <laughs> you're probably right anyway i pick the, the verge is probably a better answer i know it, your answer is your answer that's it that's it all right would you rather swim with bruce from jaws or have a sleepover with Reagan from the exorcist. Oh God. <laughs> Reagan, one hundred percent. Yeah. We I, would party. I I'm gonna go with She's Reagan. got that whole spinning head trick. It's yeah. phenomenal. Just don't get her too drunk. She throws up green pea soup all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Reagan and I have a very similar dialect, right? <laughs> but I am not swimming in the ocean with, with Bruce. Like, no, 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 no. That's you might be fine with Bruce until you get cut, right? Bruce no. might leave you alone. No. Yeah. He took down how many barrels? Three barrels. Three barrels. <laughs> Three barrels. I never seen him take down one before. Do a barrel roll. Uh, all right. Oh, my God. Pass it back. Over. I was going to say Reagan. By the way. All right. Well, this is my last one. Uh, if you were stuck in the typical horror movie, would you rather never trip over anything or always be able to start your car on the first try <laughs> start the car on the first try yeah <laughs> no, I, I, i'm just picturing like what the how that would go for me like i would just be like falling everywhere yeah, not getting like, that wouldn't even villain, be able to get to the, the car just like <laughs> laughing his ass off he's like he literally just tripped over himself like five times and he goes to start the car i'm like Oh, yeah. And then the dude's like right in front of me. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> he caught up to me the entire time. Yeah, I'm not much of a tripper. So as long as I have my normal skill set, ah, if, if you're <laughs> if you're saying that instead I trip all the time, then I don't know. That changes the answer. But I would I would probably go with the tripping route. I would not want to trip. No, I'm going with the start the car thing. Okay. I know that would be forever, man. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going with start the car because I, I mean, I don't know. I would. <laughs> I'm not like the worst. I would, I would be, there's nothing great about no redeeming qualities about me. I'd be dead so many ways in a horror movie. It's not even good. <laughs> there's nothing good. Those okay. are good. I that like was, them. that was everything. That was all the questions we had. So I liked it. I was, that was fun. That was 
Thank you, Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there we go. Yay. Brandy was on. You deserve more credit. Let's see. All right. <laughs> yeah, we got one clap at least. All right. So then uh, let's see. Uh, any questions from you guys for Jason? I guess we could leave that out there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Actually, let me do this. Okay. Uh, so, in when they turned on him, when the straight edge community or straight edge, the keepers of the straight edge, let's say, <laughs> how do you want? How do you want to put it? I like decided that. to turn on him and decided that he was going to leave them. Why did they take it to that level? Because they hadn't shown that. I'm so happy that you're asking this question. Before, why did all of a sudden they figured instead of he was nervous, he pushed him on the porch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to raise my hand, but I'm willing to kill everybody. around. It's a now. it's a very good question. And the the sad answer is that in the script, there's about eight pages of transition uh, from we're pissed at each other to them being more and more militant and frustrated with what's happening. Uh, and you were supposed to see a, a part of actually even a part of the slow motion montage where they're just playing like grab ass together and like yeah. the straight edges are walking around looking badass. Um, the idea was that there would also be like uh, James, like beating up somebody with a cigarette in their mouth. And like you were supposed to see them becoming more and more militant, more violent to transition into the second part of the movie. And we just never were able to do it basically. Um, partially because we had to like, so as you said, Corey doesn't live locally. And so we tried in those 11 days to make it. So that's all we had because we didn't really have any money uh, to just schlep him back and forth, you know? And so, um, so that complicated it, sending Chris back complicated it, sending back a bunch of gear complicated it. And we just, it eventually got to a point where the rough edit was what it was. And we were like, you know what? Maybe this plays hindsight. I wish I could go back and, and do that stuff um, so that it wasn't such a jarring transition. But the other thing that I hope and maybe you didn't get this, but like what I would hope is that especially through my character, uh, Tricky, like my hope is that you could tell that not all of them are on board for this. Like it's it's James takes things to this level and the rest are just kind of it, on the ride it did you know? they didn't seem like they were into it when everybody was killing everybody else like you don't have a manners choice. did just do yeah, it yeah. manners is like, just like he's down well, yeah, he, yeah, he right. was he was the henchman he he's like oh we're killing people cool right. let's go <laughs> like he, he seemed totally fine with it right 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 yeah because everybody else didn't do it you knew james was into it mm -hmm. from the beginning because he was always the you know at the straight edge of the straight edge yeah but I didn't. If everybody else was not into it, and they still participated because even like mm -hmm. your character when he, you know, shot. Oh, okay, hold on. Oh, okay. So did everybody miss that? Because I promise we show it in the movie. I'm getting a nod. He didn't shoot anybody. They show the couch, and there's oh, the bolt. The, the oh, bolt shit. is in okay. the couch. He shot next to her. You never saw him shoot her. And she's the one who runs out of the house screaming for help. So he didn't shoot anybody. He faked it because the other guy is in the other room. Yeah. Damon's in the other room. And he says, bully for you. Keep moving. Yeah. But, but he, he never shot anyone. I, I did not pick point. up on that. Yeah, he never I, shot. I anybody. We show it, but it is a very it's it's in the uh, aftermath montage the morning after where it just. 
it just kind of glides past. The bolt is in the couch. There's nobody there dead. Lazily. I mean, he kind of didn't even raise it, aim it. It just kind of, yeah. you know, kind of. Yeah, because he was just uh, putting on a show. He killed. Show. He killed no one. Uh, and then he went and called the cops. Yeah. By the way, I do not want to act. I, I casted myself, I casted myself because I knew that if we were behind the schedule, which we were, I could cut all my shit and move it. I'm like, never mind. Let's get rid of all my scenes. We'll shoot that after everybody's gone for the week. So that's the only reason I'm in it was because it was one less person to deal with. And I knew like I'd show up, you know what I mean? Like I'd show up. So I don't, I want to be behind the camera. So you didn't do it for the elf hitch? Alfred Hitchcock. No. I mean, I'm fine with a little like cameo. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But no, I'm only in it for that reason. Because okay. like some people are like, oh, you want to act? Like, no, I do not. <laughs> it, it didn't not come my off thing. that way. It didn't come off like, oh, look, he's putting himself in the mood. Yeah. I hope not. My girlfriend way. hates that shit. Yeah. It, it, she gets so mad when like Eli Roth or like Quentin Tarantino's yeah, in a movie. She, she can't that's stand okay it. Sometimes that's okay. Sometimes. Yeah, but I don't I don't want to. Yeah, I was just in it just out of practical. Okay. You know, something else I was going to say is you started talking earlier about you didn't know a lot about Straight Edge. In the original script, has anybody, has everybody ever seen, can't talk, has everybody seen SLC Punk? Yep. yep. No of it. Yep. You know how he breaks the fourth wall and just speaks to the audience about stuff? That is how my script works. That, that Corey, Brad, he walks around talking to the camera and explains he does like this whole history of punk thing mm. and then we were like ah oh, maybe that's not going to work so well so we thought let's have the lead singer of ugly bones do it actually wow this is blowing my mind i forgot <laughs> originally the idea was to get a celebrity punk involved so i tried to get keith morris from black flag and the circle jerks to do it wow he was very nice but basically it was just like you got no money man like we can't do it um but yeah that was the original idea is that we would because we couldn't have celebrities in the movie. So I thought, like, what if we had just this voiceover or whatever sure. where it's this iconic oh, punk? That's pretty cool. But then we didn't do any of it. We basically <laughs> we got the rough cut to the movie and we were like, we already I was way over and seen budget. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe it works better without it anyway. You know, like may maybe people would be like, you're over explaining because I hate that shit. in movies. Mm. I hate when they're like they spend five minutes just explaining to you the like, setup or the end. Yeah. Like I. That stuff's tough for me, so maybe it worked out better. But yeah, for some people like you, maybe you're a little bit like, well, I wish I understood a little more. Yeah, yeah but you leave on. that ambiguity in there, and I think that then people can kind of make make up what they yeah. want in between there. Yeah, because the other thing is they're not just straight edgers. Like this is <laughs> this is not how straight edgers are. And uh, but there's a group of straight edgers from the '90s. Some of them still exist, but not really in the same way. They were called Hardline, and the whole thing was militant. It was mm. like let's beat up the kids that are smoking outside of the show let's you know punch beers out of people's hands like that was their idea and it all started because of nazis really i mean that's how it all started is like let's just make a safe space for kids let's get the neo-nazis out of the shows and then that kind of moved on to like well what's another toxic element at the shows and that's you know drugs and alcohol mm. so so yeah so the idea was yeah so yeah yeah so hold on so people did that's a good Good point. Uh, I should say that hardliners, they weren't murderers, but there was a group of um, hardline guys that accidentally killed someone like they beat this guy up outside of a show and he wound up dying. And in the news and they were like, the, mm. there was like, um, oh, I can't even think of what the, the TV show is called, but all about gangs like gangland or something yep. like that. Yep. They did an episode about them. And I thought, OK, so what if there was a reason for them to really kill people like intentionally and that's kind of the genesis of like the whole idea 
that's that's where it all came from. Excellent. Yeah, that's well. What's question. next? Oh <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, we yeah. have we have so like I said, shutter is coming soon. We're very excited about that. My hope is that because we have a script ready to go, we have a pitch deck, we have all this stuff that we're excited about with this next movie. Um, that once it's on shutter, that maybe we can go to producers and be like, look, sure. look what we accomplished with nothing. Please support us to do this next thing. So the next one I'd like to be kind of polar opposite, honestly. Um, but it's a a mockumentary about a group of home invaders, like a family of home invaders, really trying to make a name for themselves. It's called House Rules. So it'd be more. Com- My dad thinks I'm super funny. He's probably fucking wrong, but <laughs> he thinks I'm funny. So he he always said I should make a comedy. And I like. I think somebody's gonna die in everything I ever make, even if it's like a dark comedy or whatever. I'm even a romantic movie. I'd love to see somebody die somewhere. Uh, so yeah. So I, I want it to be more comedy than horror, but. Lots of people are going to die. What was the Dennis Leary one that he's the, oh, the, the home invader, right? right. The, uh, the ref, the ref. That's yeah. it. Thank you. Thank you. The thank ref. you. That's a good movie. Um, I want to take back my Sam Rockwell for the bad guy and I'm going to input, I'm going to put, no, I'm oh. going to go ahead. <laughs> How about Henry Rollins? Oh, fuck. No, Henry I'm sorry. Whoa. Wow. I didn't see that coming. I did I, not see that coming. Hot take. I am not a Henry Rollins fan. Don't get me wrong. I like him as like a human being, but I hate looking at him in things like acting wise. I think Mm. I hate him. I hate him. I would not have seen that one coming. He's so boring to me and just so, huh? Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. That's (laughs) you have a point, but he doesn't really add anything to the movie, right? The movie's great. The movie's great, but yeah, See, I but just, give me give me the music video liar and give me that version of Henry Rollins I, as the bad guy in this film. I also, That's what I'm going off. Like of. even with Black Flag, like I'm a Keith Morris Black Flag guy. I am not a Henry Rollins. There's like maybe two songs with Henry Rollins in it that I like. Hmm. Yeah, Dang. I know. I want to get <laughs> Johnny Cra- Johnny Crash and Burn on that one. <laughs> Henry Rollins is gonna come kick my ass now. I also hate his spoken word. Man, I'm really going. Yeah. Let it out, man. <laughs> I just, I'm really not. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he has comedic timing. I think that's my bigger thing because I really love stand up comedy. And when he does a spoken word or comedy or whatever you want to call it, he just kind of never stops talking. He like doesn't breathe and, and nobody ever laughs. I, it's, it's hard for me. I like I like natural storytellers like John Joseph from the Cro-Mags. That's my dude. I like whatever you want to put Henry Rollins in John Joseph from the Cro-Mags all day. (laughs) I would swap those out and be a happy camper. He also has a really rad book called Meat is for Pussies. It's all about uh, (laughs) cooking vegan. Mm. I'm not vegan, but (laughs) it's an amazing book. Yeah. 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 All right. As we wind down our show. I will will propose an offer to you. Mm-hmm. I know Logan's got a few things he wants to talk about, but there's a movie that I want to screen. I know we've talked about it before, and it would be a little rough around the collar, but I don't know if you've ever seen this one. We talk about indie films and comedy. One of my favorites, which was from last October, where I literally called you at like one o'clock in the morning after I'd watched <laughs> it, and I thought it was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen. 
Have you ever seen the movie She Kills with Her Crotch? <laughs> no. You've I've never, never? I've never heard of it. Okay. It was a horror box exclusive. She Kills. She Kills. It's called She Kills. And, it's, and it, it's basically a bunch of friends, again, that <laughs> got together and made multiple films. Like they've made, I think one, I think they actually did like Couch Shark was one of them. I think they did. Mm. But they did this movie and it's, a, it's like a 1970s exploitation film. It's mm. a horror film. And it's about the vengeance of this woman who has her fiance killed. It's hysterical. I, 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 I've not laughed at a horror movie like that in my lifetime. I'd like to invite you back to watch that with us and okay. give us your opinion oh, okay. on yeah. another independent film, especially one that has a little bit of buzz. And I think it's on Shudder, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, but was it Shudder or Tubi? Uh, uh, it's it's on a lot, but it's, it's actually not, it's, it's it's it was one of the like exclusive um in the horror box monthly giveaway. It was okay. one of the big ones. And um when I put it on to watch it, I'm like, this is gonna be the stupidest thing. And then within the first 20 minutes, I'm like Texting, I'm, t- I'm texting Eric. I mean Logan, and I'm like, this is the- I'm fucking it up. I know, edit it out. I don't give a shit. Five, four, three. I, like twenty minutes into the movie, I'm text messaging Logan, and I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And then I made him watch it, and he was like, oh, I was fucking funny. Does, oh, I was does, not. Does, yeah. does she have vagina dentata? Like no, no. I, okay. way worse um, than that. Way worse than that. But there, we wanted we wanted to make we wanted to make a mock trailer called Vajaz. Nice. There you it go. Sounds very. That's similar. awesome. Yes. I, like I it. love it. I love it. But <laughs> yeah, I would see. like you to come back and watch see. that with us the what? next time. Yeah, I just kind of caught that. <laughs> <laughs> Not. I don't know if you even heard. You I didn't hear shit. Okay, good. It's probably better off. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so you while, got jokes. While we're on, while we're on movies, um, I I had an idea. Now you probably get this all the time, just because you've been a director. I was thinking we could pitch something to Jason. An idea. Um, I don't know, Jason. Do you want to? Do you want to hear something like this? No, I no. gotta go. Yeah. So uh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, okay. No, no, no. So my thought was. You have podcasters that invite a director from a movie to be on their podcast. As he watches the movie, after we watch the movie, we then kidnap him and force him to put us in his movie. <laughs> what do you think of that premise? Again, I have to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm sorry. We I totally I was on my way here and I I, I called Johnny and I was like, dude, we dude, totally, we should kidnap. We, we should, should totally kidnap. I want to like, be in a movie. I got an idea. I need my name I on IMDb idea. somehow. Let's, let's let's tell him because my see my pitch was different. I'm like, I got an idea of how I can get in one of his movies. Here's my idea. I don't pitch it that I'm an amazing actor, but I tell him that I will die in the most gruesome and awful way possible. But Jaws. So I said, <laughs> what if I met my demise at the hands of a 22-inch pink dildo? Right? <laughs> like nothing else. Like I don't have any lines. I just walk into the room. I'm like, and some dude just beats the shit on me like Glenn from The Walking Dead. And oh, I got like an eyeball I hanging. <laughs> I got like I got like a b- eyeball hanging out and I reach up with like a 20 and I'm like, still worth it. And that's it. I just die. And on my only credit on Internet Movie Database, because I won't say the fucking acronym because I can't say it. Yep. Internet Movie Database. It just says man kill with pink dildo. He messes up that's IMDb it. All the time. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like legally you couldn't say. No, no, no. He just, like, yeah, you can. he just can't. I, I, for some I reason, can, I his brain just goes. 
with the uh, yeah. so yeah i want my only credit in my lifetime to be man killed with gigantic pink dildo that's it i did like some of the names you had in the credits uh was it dead dead by dare, bear trap and dead by <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was laughing at a coitus couple it's like i like that one <laughs> yeah, yeah i could go with that <laughs> well because honestly that was probably just me sitting there on my laptop going what the hell do i call him my girlfriend's like coitus couple there you go boom not see there you go the only one that I put any thought into because it came up like right away was Emily Forty Hands. Yes. Like, oh, oh yeah. I liked that one. That was yeah. perfect. Can I say that I'd like to see a whole movie just on her? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, just so, you know what? I just realized because you guys don't know this. Like you haven't seen the actual the movie movie and seen like the deleted scenes. Um, she dies in the original cut of the film. Hmm. Like she she realizes that the window is now open because he had lifted it at night and left it open. So she looks up and she's like, oh, okay. So she starts to climb out and then she sees a dead body and she's like, what the? And she slips and falls. She breaks the 40 ounce bottles and cuts her neck open and she bleeds out. That would have been awesome. (laughs) That was the end. Uh, That was the mid credits. And I showed it at a film festival and this guy came up to me. Very nice guy. Um, Bob Rose, shout out. Uh, and he said, hey, I really love the movie, but I have one critique. And I said, give it to me. And he said, I think that it ends in such an uplifting way until you kill the girl in the bathroom. (laughs) He's like, that was such a downer. I was so excited to see her live. He's like, maybe you should cut that out. And I was like, dude, I I hate the execution of how we did it. It was a really hard thing to shoot. So I said, thank you. You're now, I've been asking people if I could change this for months. Everybody's saying, leave it. I'm going to use you as my my excuse. So oh. now it's a deleted scene in the, yeah. the Blu-ray and the DVD. But you could actually see the scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I want to yeah. see that. Yeah, see that's it. awesome. See, that's how I'd want to go out, right? 40 ounces stuck to my hands. Yeah. I just cut my own head off. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> I, You know what? Uh, we also, we like I said, our first screening, it was like a test screening in Italy. And no, we gave them like feedback cards. And like half the crowd didn't understand what Edward Forty Hands was. Ah. So they were like asking, they're like, when did the straight edgers get in there and duct tape those to her? Like, <laughs> why didn't that they was just part of her torture? Her? Like, yeah, they were so confused by oh, that. Wow. I think it's a very American thing. To yes. Do. Yeah. But, but my favorite part was like, the simple fact that she thought that I can't open the door. So let's try and open the, the window. window. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Well, I mean, and like realistically, those pants weren't coming back on. Yeah. No. Could you imagine no, no, no. trying to, if you were really duct taped <laughs> like that? No way. I, I don't know how she got them off. I mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, but I, but I think yeah, we no. talked about that and I was like, well, maybe her friend like helped her with that part. And then walked away. But then yeah. she gets locked in the bathroom. There's actually, there's, we, we covered up everything. You might not notice all these things, but there was a sign on the door. Yes. That if said it's, if it's, don't door. close all the way, it jams. Yeah. yeah. So like we did. That's what I assumed. Why she, it was hard for her to get out. We yeah. planted all those seeds. I'm not sure if everybody, like the, yeah. the bolt in the couch, not everybody notices, but like. We made sure there was no continuity error. Mm. <laughs> and then it's warm beer. Oh, it's warm. Oh, I'll show you the one. I loved it. And that that was that was pretty good. I have to admit. We actually just found her at a punk show too. We were at an Ugly Bone show. She was outside, and I was like, "That girl looks perfect for it." But I I didn't want to be the creepy director guy. But so I told my girlfriend that want to be in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. So I t- I told my girlfriend that, and she was like, "Oh, I'll go ask her." And then. There you go. And we're still friends. I mean, we don't talk much, but we talk to everyone. I mean, that's how I got on the podcast. He had a leather couch and he would ask me, like, do you want to be on a podcast? There really is no job. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got this I got this 22 inch pink dildo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, I got the notes on that one. Yeah. Um I got nothing. I'm ending it on I'm dead by pink dildo. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what well, it is. I I have to say it was fun. Um it's it's this is our first time doing this with an actual person that had, you know, something to do with the film. Uh, it's been a blast. I've had a lot of fun. Um, uh, like Johnny said, I hope, we hope we can have you back for, you know, even just a viewing and, you know, you sit with us. And yeah. Yeah. And, this has been fun for yeah. sure. I've had, Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, your Thanks insights is awesome. Your yeah. personality is fantastic. You've been a oh. great asset today's show. It's been, I, you never know what you're going to get from a person that says they're, they're either, you know, they, they talk kind of like this. Or one word answers. And you're just kind of like, uh, and then you got to like break character and you're just like, fucking say something <laughs> like, like you know like but it's been cool you've been awesome you've been everything Thanks. we could have wanted for uh, our, our first guest so uh on the, the first sh- guest friend oh, yeah. the first Whoa! well for, first no, first director first. we've had okay. other personalities but this is the first person that we would consider like <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I we I might lose a follower. Come that. on, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of our big fans, we can't lose them. Um, no, I mean you've been you're somebody that we would like we review what you do. So you're up here. Like that's we would put you in a high esteem. So having you on our show allows us to pick the brain of that's a mistake. It elevated us a little bit <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, no, but I appreciate I like that. It. That's awesome. So yeah, thank uh, you for being here. Thank you for everything you've you've brought to us and, and the movie that you made is fantastic. For those and, of you and at keep home, us up to date too with like house rules and stuff like that. For you know, sure. Yeah, yeah. Getting, you know, even if it's film festivals and stuff, we'll you know we'll if you need if yeah. you need pitchmen to go out there and make asses of themselves. Or I what? will make an ass out of myself for free. Yeah. I work for free. At some, at some point, <laughs> at some point, I may just have to have somebody pretend to be my agent. Honestly, that that might have to be the thing. Oh, that could be done. I, <laughs> oh, I could do that. I do think there's like something. To I it. have I have a dual I have a dual undergrad like degree and then a master's. Like I could do this. Well, <laughs> if you if you don't bring up the pink dildo, maybe. <laughs> Maybe we can work something out. Ah, fuck. There's my first thing off the, yeah. the list. God damn it. Gone. It was on the rider. The green m and to the giant pink goddamn dildo. <laughs> oh. So thank you for listening out there. Uh, for everyone that tuned in. Thank you on those that came on Instagram live. Thank you so much. I think there was like three of them. Uh, I don't know who you are, but thanks, mom and dad. Surprisingly. Uh, hey, that's even better. Uh, I want to thank. All of our fans, thank you for who came in today. Again, thank you to our friend at Black Martin. Thank you for Ghoulish Mortals for giving us a place to be. Thank you for our new fans. Thank you for our new friend. Uh, my name's Johnny. You can find me on Instagram at I know Johnny I K N O W J O N N Y. If you want to send me messages, I will reply. Uh, please Maybe. don't send me any more pictures. I can't. <laughs> you can't get penicillin into your phone. I've tried. <laughs> so uh, please stop with the pictures. I'm, I'm done with that now. Uh, that joke is well run its course. And uh, I'm Logan Lynch, and you can find me on Instagram at I-E-M-L-O-G-A-N-L-Y-N-C-H. We've got our off-brand website is O-F-T-B-R-A-N-D.W-I-X-S-I-T-E.com forward slash podcast. And our Instagram is off-brand underscore podcast, O-F-T-B-R-A-N-D underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Ta-da. What else? Oh, wait, Facebook and YouTube, I guess, if you want to look that shit up. Off-brand podcast, Facebook and YouTube. Damn it. Every time I forget that. Sorry. Um, oh, we should also give a it, shout out uh, for to purchase this wonderful movie along yes. with an awesome T-shirt. 
uh, kill to keep kids off of drugs, go to uh, weirdontoppictures.com mm-hmm. and you. be sure to check out their store. They got action figures, which I think is pretty neat. There were those I, are all sold out, but thank you for the plug. I, will, <laughs> I didn't check. I didn't check stock quantity, but it really neat, really neat way to promote the movie. I thought the, the merchandising was fantastic for it. So weirdontoppictures.com. Go check out their store. Support it. The more you buy, the better chance we get to get another movie out of Jason's Inc., which is what we all want. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. All good? Hit the theme and- song.